Welcome back to Courage to Shine with Michelle Colt. Well, once again, I am so stoked for what I'm going to be talking about today. I was gathering my thoughts just a little while ago, and I decided that I wanted to make the overall theme of this week's episode around trust and control. Hmm. Interesting to put those two words near each other. I am so incredibly excited and looking forward to a very special workshop that I'm going to be teaching in May. Uh, Some of you know about it already. It's called Dancing with Your Destiny. And I'm going to be covering some super important aspects and new work that I've never presented before around what it really takes to begin to experience more of your purpose and destiny and to experience almost no (laughs) or very little of the fate that comes from your familial patterns and a certain aspect of inherited family trauma. So if you are a fan of my podcast and you enjoy my work, I highly recommend signing up for this workshop. To get more information about it, you can email me at michelle at michellecolt.com. So control and trust. Or we could say control or trust. So before I jump into this, let me take everyone through some regulating processes. So wherever you are right now, I want to invite you to let your bellies relax. As you're letting your bellies relax, just imagine that that relaxation is moving into your back muscles. Go ahead and let your tongues relax and widen within your mouth. Notice what the temperature of the air feels like against your skin right now. And just very gently begin to look around wherever you are right now, tuning into and noticing the light and or the energy around you and also within you as best you can. Lovely. So many of you would probably be interested to know that control is something I know a lot about because I am a former control freak. (laughs) And I'm very, very happy that I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm able to not move into that controlling role almost at all anymore. And this is coming from somebody that used to feel like she had to control everything about herself, her husband, her life, her career, etc. 
Now, what's really interesting is that oftentimes people who have dealt with trauma in their early life, and this can be small T traumas or large T traumas, tend to be controlling by nature. It's actually a coping mechanism. So many of us came from environments and childhoods where there was a lot of chaos. Sometimes it could have been very obvious chaos and sometimes not so obvious chaos. And it's always so fascinating because the kind of family I came from and the situation I came from as a younger person, the chaos in my family and system was not obvious at all. Whereas I've had a lot of clients who came from backgrounds where there was a lot of yelling and screaming, where there was financial instability and that kind of thing. If you grew up in a situation where either of your parents or both of your parents were not giving themselves their true expressions in terms of what they really wanted to do, they might have dealt with anxiety, depression, shame. That creates a very chaotic environment as well. And I'm sure there's a good deal of my audience that grew up in situations where they had controlling parents. And again, the reason why our parents might have been that way, and maybe they still are that way, was a coping mechanism that they developed because of their childhoods. Okay, so such an interesting way to look at this. And if we come from those kinds of environments, whether the chaos was obvious or not, being controlling is a coping mechanism that we unconsciously or consciously think makes us feel safe. When, of course, it doesn't make us feel safe at all. <laughs> it makes us feel very contracted and it really can lend to anxiety and that kind of thing. So when I started this episode, I talked about trust as well. Having the ability to trust yourself, most importantly, to trust certain circumstances and situations and the people in our lives is so incredibly relaxing and helpful. The name of my workshop in May, Dancing with Your Destiny. In order to truly dance with your destiny, and to dance into your destiny, it requires a tremendous amount of trust. So the more comfortable you can become with trusting, the less controlling you become. So I want to share with you a really interesting process that you could start to play with around this. So the next time you feel yourself moving into this place of wanting to control something, 
pause for a moment and see if you can get in touch with what is underneath the need or the urge to control. So let's say you touch in, this strong impulse is coming up around wanting to control something, and you realize, oh my goodness, I'm angry. I'm scared. And that's why I'm raising my voice as I'm talking to my friend, my business partner, my partner. Because I'm really scared and I'm angry. Then go underneath that. What's underneath the anger, the fear? And what you do is you keep peeling back the label of the emotion that's obvious to you in that moment and see what happens. The urge and the compulsion to control is always coming from a dysregulation in the nervous system. Otherwise, we wouldn't move into this coping mechanism of wanting to control. So this is very helpful because if you begin to get in touch with those lower not as obvious level emotions, you're going to notice something very fascinating happen. You're not going to feel a need to control anymore. Or it's going to lessen greatly to the point where you can just let it go and you don't move into controlling mode or anything like that. Now, another piece of this, which I feel is extremely important, is to begin to be more comfortable noticing the body sensations that come up when certain emotions are arising. A lot of times people that have gone through a lot of trauma in their lives, and again, like I said before, it can be small T traumas or big T traumas, they live in their heads. They're constantly in stinking thinking, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Their minds, one could say in a fun way, are driving them nutty nuts. They notice a lot of shenanigans with the mind, the monkey mind, some people refer to it as. And the reason why this is, is because when we were younger, we couldn't deal with the chaos that we were around. So we somehow thought, well, if I can tell myself this, if I can control things in a certain way, it'll make me feel safe. And as I always say, we're never villainizing these coping mechanisms. To actually be thankful for them when we were younger and to recognize that it was self-preservation is very helpful. Having compassion, love, and understanding around all of this, as I've said before in other episodes, is one of the first steps out of all of this. So it is never, ever, ever, ever helpful to get mad at yourself 
to blame yourself. And as you can begin to discover the emotions that are underneath the need to control and be with them, allowing them, acknowledging them, accepting them, and maybe even welcoming them, something very beautiful starts to happen within the system. Again, it's resistance that causes so much suffering. The more understanding we can bring around what we're feeling emotionally is incredibly helpful. So another fun, neat process that I wanted to share today is that as you get in touch with the different body sensations that you might be experiencing, you allow the sensation to be there, you acknowledge it, accept it, and even welcome it. Let's say it's coming up as a lot of tightness in your jaw. You can place your hands on your jaw and simply say, I've got you. You're safe. I love you. Now, you're really talking to your younger child when you're saying these words. There's different people that are out there in the world right now talking about how the unconscious is constantly coming up in our bodies. And the unconscious is your wounded inner child. So when we're having an uncomfortable sensation, we place our hand, let's say, on our heart or on our tummy. And we say, I've got you. You're safe. I love you. You're talking to your inner child. And as soon as your sweet inner child starts to feel safer, some fascinating things start to happen in terms of your being able to move out of your comfort zone, experiencing more of a sense of well-being, and so much more. Hmm. So let's just play with this right now. If you're feeling a little dysregulated right now, a little contracted, you have some fear coming up, some anger coming up, some like kind of a depressive type quality, play with what is coming up for you right now. If you experience some type of trigger earlier today or yesterday, you can play with that. Just being organically in and with a contracted state right now would be helpful. Maybe some shame you've experienced as of late. Just be with whatever that contraction is in whatever words that are there for you around it. Noticing it. 
Let your bellies relax. Let your tongue relax and widen within your mouth. Allow it. Acknowledge it. Accept it as best you can. If you're having any interesting, subtle, or not-so-subtle body sensations right now, place your hand where the sensation is happening. And just say to the sensation, I've got you. We're safe. I love you. Just tuning in again and just notice what you're feeling now. And you would just continue to do this. And begin to notice what happens. One of the things which will happen, again, it'll be in a different timing for each person, each individual, is you will begin to notice less and less need to control. You will notice more expansion and ultimately more freedom. And you will begin to connect with who and what you really are on a more consistent basis. Hmm. That sounds good, right? <laughs> so I want to talk about a really fun metaphor. So you can imagine that you're this incredible deep ocean diver. Okay. And in this metaphor, you love being in the ocean with all the different fishies, with the beautiful reefs and coral reefs and just all of this beautiful sea life. And you're scuba diving and you have a light on your mask that allows you to see what's on the bottom of the ocean. And you're just enjoying this so much. And one could say that as you begin to trust more and more, trust what you're experiencing in the ocean, trusting what you're experiencing right now in your own life, what begins to happen is you start to become one with the ocean. To the point, in my sweet metaphor, where you become one with the ocean, one with the earth. And you're living from this place of absolute trust. You are connecting deeply with the flow, deeply with your destiny. It's a really fun, interesting metaphor that came through me a couple of days ago. And my clients are really resonating with it in a deep way. I had three sessions earlier today, and my clients are finding that metaphor quite groovy. And it's a fun pointer 
that is pointing in the direction of deeper and deeper levels of trust. Hmm. Deeper and deeper levels of trust. Follow, rate, and review my episodes and episode today if you feel that you would like to connect with me in any other way. You can go ahead and email me for the possibility of doing private sessions with me or jumping into this new workshop. I'm already getting people signing up for it. My email is michelle at michellecolt.com. I do appreciate those of you that have been writing reviews and rating it. And also, I love it when you share it with other people, if it's a particular episode that you think somebody else could really benefit from. And it is a good idea to follow me on Instagram. Michelle Colt Coach is my handle there. Uh, Every day I am posting insights from my work and tools from my work, which is always helpful. And again, my ebook, The Nervous System Whisperer, is available on my website, www.michellecolt.com. You are enough just as you are. You always were enough, and you will always be enough. It is safe to move into deeper and deeper levels of trust. Until next time.